Welcome to Power for Your Living podcast with Prophet Daniel Amwating, a timely, inspirational, and revelational message to restore your life and destiny. This message gives you the power to live your best life given to you by God. Now, to today's message. We are increasing. The Lord is asking me. Through Monday evening, 6 p.m., we have the uh, prayer tower session. If you are a part of the prayer team, make sure if you want to be part to this this Monday, you are being invited to be part in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, I've been teaching on the subject of watch your mouth. Somebody say, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. People, you say, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. You know, um, your speech, your words. And what is being spoken is what controls our world. As a matter of fact, you appeared, you appeared because of a word. You are a living word. You are a living word. And you are a living being. Words are very powerful. And because you appeared because of a word, words will continue to control your life and your destiny. And as a child of God, in the, in the midst of this whole season that I'm teaching this, some of the preamble, I want to give you some of the preambles on the stuff that I'll be talking about. How to um, locate a wrong heart. How to locate a wrong heart. What's the meaning? It's very, very serious when somebody talks good to you, but your mindset is very wrong. How are you able to identify? In the course of this series, I will teach you because you tell somebody, I just had a car. I want to get a car. Somebody is going to take me abroad. I'm about to go somewhere. Your friend, the person around you will smile with you and say, wow, that's so amazing. But behind the scenes, the individual can be like, it will never happen. How do you identify whether when you told the person in their mind, this is what they said. How do you know? I'm glad you asked. I will show you in the course of this series. How to also avoid and stop wrong words from manifesting. I will show you. The authority of the words of the man of God. The man of God. The man of God is God representative on earth. No matter what year I know, according to new creation realities, everybody carries the grace of God. Everybody is a child of God. That's great. But God still has his men and women. They are the spokespeople, the representative of God on earth. You can never do anything about it. And their words are very powerful. Also, how to exercise your word in your mouth to become a very powerful and dangerous believer and how to reverse wrong words how to reverse wrong words and how to be a negative word proof where negative word is told is told on you spoken on you how do you get to the realm where it's spoken on you but it doesn't touch you it doesn't work i will show you in the course of all these things in jesus name and today i'm about to show you first and second service i show them the influence of words in the life of rubin and a couple of things that happened in the life of rubin but i'm just going to tweak and just do a lot of things connected to that whole thing in the test service and we will call it a day and we will pray in the name of jesus the first thing i want you to understand everybody is this is very very serious um how to conquer wrong words how to conquer wrong words next week i'll break it down but i'm going to give you the points the 10 different points on how to conquer wrong words when a wrong word is spoken how do you conquer how do you make sure it doesn't touch your life number one straight away straight away you've got to counter it straight away when somebody tells you, you will suffer. Straight away, you have to counter it. What is counter? Counter is the opposite. The moment the person tells you to tell you, you suffer, you say, I will not suffer. You counter it straight away. Number two, you reject it. When a wrong word is being spoken, you reject it. You just declare, I reject it from me. It will not be my portion. There and then. Don't wait for two days. Don't wait for ten days. Don't even say, I'm going to my house in my prayer closet before I stop it. No. So reject it there and then. Number three. The declaration from the man of God can also counter it. The declaration from the man of God. That's why when you come to church and you release the word of God from the altar, don't only wait and say, I'm waiting for preaching to finish, for the man of God to come and see me and prophesy to me and tell me my life. You will wait for a long time. Because out of thousand people, we can't come to everybody. But every word from the altar, when it comes, make sure you make a contact with it. You become a blessing with it. Number four, your sacrifice on the altar 
encounters a wrong word. Your sacrifice on the altar. Anytime you come to God and you offer on the altar, you counter that negative word. Number five, you return it to the sender. So somebody say, you will suffer. You just declare to the person straight up, it is you that will suffer. You return it to the sender. Number six, always be declaring positive things on yourself. One of the ways to counter wrong words, to block wrong words is always be declaring positive words on yourself. You hear me? Words carry energy and energies carry atmosphere. I'm saying it again. Words carry energy and energies carry atmosphere. So the moment a word is being spoken, that's you hear me? The moment a word is being spoken there and then, you are also saying something positive that it counters into the atmosphere because your words create a routine environment around you. So anytime you wake up in the morning and say, I will make it, I will, I will, stri- I will make it, I will be successful, I will make it, I will be successful. You have created created an atmosphere, an energy, an environment around you. So the moment negative words come, your correct positive energy cancels the wrong word. Is that very simple? Now the next thing is this. By the power of prayer, Haman said, I will kill everybody, every Jew I will kill. But because of prayer from Esther, there was a cancellation. Number seven, number eight, is by fasting. Esther didn't only say, let's pray. Esther only also said, let's pray and fast. So the moment you are able to fast, you counter a negative word around you. And the, and the ninth one is alms giving. Giving to charity. Giving to the needy. Giving to the person that is struggling. When you give it out like that, in the spiritual realm, it really helps you. So make sure that you are a giver. Yeah, I know you give in church. You give on the altar. But make sure you find a needy person and you support. It also helps. And the 10th one, to cancel a wrong word. The 10th one, to cancel a wrong word. The 10th one, to cancel a wrong word. Is by making a reference to your work in the house of God. What is your work in the house of God? Anything you do in the house of God becomes a reference point, a memorial that reverses negative words against you. You are here, you are playing drums, you are playing organ. First service, 8 a.m., you are here. Second service, 10 a.m., you are here. Third service, in the midst of the rain, you are still here. All of them are reference point. What do you do? You tell God, God, look at what I have done and stop the wrong words. And all of them will block it. How do you do that? There was a man by the name of Hezekiah. He's a king. One day he was there and a negative word was spoken to him. The negative word came from a prophet by the name of Isaiah and said, you are going to die. Go and see your attorney. Prepare your well. The Bible says, and Hezekiah went to the wall and said, oh God, remember, remember how I've worked before you, how I've served you, how I've worked for you. And the Bible says, and God changed his mind. So when a negative word is being mentioned on you, just that God, look at what I have done and it will be canceled in the name of Jesus. Those who are clapping, something good is happening in your life in Jesus' name. Now in the next few moments on the test service, I just want to understand one thing. When negative words are spoken on an individual, it transcends beyond a present generation. It happens more than a future generation. And it takes the grace of God, the power of God over your life to reverse it in the name of Jesus. And I just want, don't want to move you to the realm where you are only countering negative words. You also have the power to speak positive. Because the Bible says and the light shines in the Darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. Which means light is always bigger than the darkness. So why should a wrong word manifest in your life? Whilst your positive words do not manifest. So we speak about a young man who is about to make it in life. His life is about to start. His name is called Reuben. Before his life is about to begin, his father's life is about to end. And look at the wickedness. The wickedness of the father whose life is about to end talks to the guy whose life is about to begin by the name of Reuben. He calls Reuben and says, Reuben, I know your reality and I know your quality, but I will cancel your reality and make sure that your quality do not show up in your reality. Because some of the, some of the hear me, you have your quality. What's your quality? Your quality is what shows out everybody that everybody sees. So an individual can just look at you and say, you look so pretty. You look like a rich man. You look like a wonderful man. That is your quality. By what is your reality? Your reality is what is in your pocket. 
but your quality and your reality for them to be together a positive word have to be in alignment and come to show you so the father by the name of Jacob calls the young man by the name of Reuben and say Reuben this is your quality so Reuben come he said Genesis chapter 49 verse of 3 he's about to tell him his quality and we will see his reality and I'll be done Reuben you are my firstborn, the first sign of my strength, excelling in honor and excelling in power, which means when the moment, the moment, that's right, thank you very much, thank you, so this is Mr. Jacob, and this is Reuben. So he looks at the son and says, Reuben, you my firstborn, the excellency of my strength, my dignity of power, you are my firstborn. So when I look at you, because you are firstborn, your quality is supposed to make you excel. That's the quality. But we are about to see the reality. Verse 49. That's his reality. Verse 49. Verse, verse, verse 4. It says, as turbulent as the waters, you will no longer excel. So his quality says, you look like excellence. You look like power. You look like honor. But because you slept with your father's girlfriend, your reality is you will no longer excel. So in life, when you have something that you look like, but you don't have what you look like, check the word that is on you. His quality is nice, but the reality says you will no longer excel. The NLT version put it in another way. The NLT plays it in another way and says you will no longer become the first. So it means your quality says you used to be the first, but the reality says you will no longer become the first. So there's difference between reality and quality. When your quality tells you that you're supposed to make it, it's not automatic that you shall make it. A strong word has to push you into that greatness. When you see somebody who looks like great, but they are not great, there is an opposing word speaking against them. But today I stand on this altar. Yes, Lord. In the name, I say, I stand on yes, this altar. Yes, any word, oh, tell service, I come for you. Yes, I said, any word opposing your quality Jesus. to bring you a bad manifestation of your reality, Jesus. let the blood of Jesus yes, reverse and divert it right now. Yes, Anyone that has spoken, Jesus. I change it by grace. Jesus. Shall I change it? I change it. Sit down and look at it. Now, not only is this thing painful. So right now, you look at this particular young man. He's, uh, give me this. This is his greatness for him to excel. But the father, you know, so he looks like greatness. That's his quality. But he says, you are supposed to be the firstborn to excel. But you shall no longer. So no longer simply means it has been taken away. So let me explain. So... And any time something good leaves a person, it goes to another person. Never forget. When something good leaves a person, it goes to another person. So let's see how it happens. Just pause for me. Just pause for me. Look at it right now. So his firstborn right that he's supposed to excel is going to be given to another person. Who was he given to? First Chronicles chapter 5 verse of 1. I come to show you. First Chronicles chapter 5 verse of 1. It says, the older son of Israel was Reuben, but since he dishonored his father's bed, his firstborn rights went to the sons of his brother, Joseph. That's Ephraim and Manasseh. So his greatness is about to be diverted somewhere. Where? To Joseph's children. So give me Mr. Joseph and give me Joseph's wife. Come. So this is Joseph. Joseph, come. Stand here. So this is Joseph. The name of Joseph's wife will call Asnaf. That is the daughter of Potiphar, the priest of Egypt. Then Joseph gave birth to two boys. The two boys, one of them is called Ephraim and Manasseh. And the Bible says the firstborn right that belonged to Reuben, it was diverted to be given to Joseph's sons. Church, how can my greatness be given to my nephews? It was done because a word was spoken. Today, I want to pause here to ask you one question. Who has spoken a word? 
And I want to ask you the second question. Who has diverted your greatness? So hear me. The father didn't even call Ephraim and Manasseh to come. He only spoke and there was a switch. So a word can switch your greatness. Today, if a word can switch your greatness, Jesus. then the same word I bring Yes, Lord. I, I, I said by the same word, Jesus. I bring back your greatness by the yes, authority Lord. of God. Shall I receive it? Yes, now, check this revelation. So now the greatness of this man has been given to this man. And they are rather enjoying life. The, the, the second thing painfully about when the word is, when, when word is on you is that when they are listing people, they omit your name. The Bible says, because of this, Ruby's name is not listed in the genealogical records of the Israelites as a firstborn. What's the meaning? It means when they sit down and they are calling people, mind you, you're about to call first people, whose name is supposed to come first? When they're about to mention, when they see Reuben, they bypass and call another person. Your life, anywhere you go, they overlook you. When they are even giving, when it gets your turn, they behave as if they didn't see you. When you see that in your life, show the word that is on you. It means his name has been omitted. It's called omission. But there is a grace of God that is called the grace of commission. If they have omitted you, I came to commission. I speak by grace. I said, I speak by grace. Any omission around you, I declare a commission. I rather commission you into success. I commission you into honor. I, oh, third service, I come for you. I commission you into the message of God. Shout commission. Listen. Because of this, his name was never listed. Do you know the meaning for listing? They are calling people, number one, register. They are calling for register. But only when it gets to your turn, they omit it. And hear me, they omitted because an eraser was placed on his name. A deleting button was on his name. His name was being deleted. But let me tell you something about words. If they can delete your name, you can rewrite your name. Okay, how, can, how do I know? Because your word, your mouth is a pen. Your tongue is a pen. So if your pen or your tongue is a pen, you can rewrite it. I, um, Psalm 45, verse 1, the last clause. Your tongue is a pen. So I don't care who omitted my name, I can write my name inside. The last clause says, for my tongue is the pen of a skillful poet. Give me the NIV that says writer. So your tongue is a pen. It says my pen, my, my tongue is the pen of a skillful writer. So Rubin had made a mistake. Do you know his mistake? When they omitted his name, he didn't know he can use his tongue to write his name inside. By you and I, we know the secret. I believe he didn't know because Jesus had not died at that time. He didn't know about the blood of Jesus. By you and I, we know something says, now my tongue is a pen. And every pen has an ink. And the ink I carry is not a blue ink. It's a red ink. And the red ink is the blood of Jesus. Today, I came to use the red ink. If they have omitted you, I came to rewrite your name for greatness. Rewrite your name for success. Rewrite your name for elevation. I came to rewrite your name. Let your name be rewritten by the message of the living God. Your name is about to be rewritten again. Now, now that you know this secret, now check this, because of a word, his name is not listed. Number two, his firstborn right has been taken away. Now the third one is what to make you sad. Can I tell you? Can I tell you? Oh, after service, I can't feel you. Yes. Why is it because it's raining? Can I tell you? Yes. When they came of age for the whole land of Israel to be distributed among the different tribes, the first one by the name of Reuben, he's supposed to get the first land. Do I have a witness over here? Sure. Do you know the painful thing? Because of this negative word on him, 
all the other brothers got their inheritance. After they finished selling their inheritance, it's what they called Reuben. Now that your brothers have got, come and get your own. Church, why is that every day your life is always late? It's, all, it's only after somebody has built a house, it's when you can get accommodation. It's when somebody has got money, it's when you can get your money. That's what happened to Reuben by virtue of a word. Joshua 22, verse 1. Look at it. Joshua 22. Joshua 22. Look at it. Words are very dangerous. Look at it. Then Joshua summoned the Rubenite. Now, Joshua has now called the Rubenite. Now, now go and take your land. But, but, but let's see the conditions they took their land. He said to them, now you have done everything that God commanded Moses and everything you have obeyed. Yeah, let's go. For a long time to this very day, you have not deserted your brothers, but you have carried out the mission that the Lord God gave you. Verse 4. Look at it. Now that God has given, this is a serious one. Now God has given your brothers rest as he promised. Now return to your own land. So now that your brothers have got their land, this is the time you can get your land. But it's an error. As a firstborn, I'm supposed to get my land first. And after I get my land, you get your own. But because a word, negative word was on him, after everybody got their land, they said, now go and take your own. He said, now return to your lands, to your, to your homes in the land that Moses, the servant of God, gave you on the other side of the Jordan. So now that, you, now that your Lord has given your brothers, now that your brothers have gotten their own, this is the time you can get your own. I reject that spirit from you. Yes, Lord. I said, I reject that spirit from you. Jesus, it will not be said of you again. Yes, Lord. Give me the NLT version of that side and see how it says over there. No way. He says, now the Lord your God has given the other tribes rest. As he promised them. So go back home to the land Moses gave you. So it means if the other tribes didn't get rest. Reuben, you can never get rest. Is that how life is supposed to be? But church, it happened because the firstborn had the wrong word on him. And what was on him was given to these other people. So these other people have to make it until he makes it. The power of words. But let me tell you something. Now the fourth thing I will tell you painfully about this whole narrative is this. When we have a family, plenty of people in the family, who is supposed to become the great one? Who is supposed to become the great one? Who is supposed to become the great one? The firstborn. Who, who, who? The firstborn. Who? The firstborn. But because his greatness was taken away and given to Ephraim and Manasseh, Ephraim and Manasseh became so great that their land was so big they have to add more land to them. Joshua 17 verse 17. So everything these guys are enjoying is not for them. But because a word has been put on the original owner, it has come to them. Hey, somebody is driving your car you are supposed to drive my God. because somebody put a wrong word on you. But today Jesus, we are going back Jesus. to your own mind. Yes. I said we... Yes, NIV, let's go. NIV, let's go. Look at it right now. Look at it. It says, But Joshua said to the house of Joseph, to Ephraim and Manasseh, You are numerous and you are very powerful. You will not only have one allotment. He told these guys, You are so powerful. But the powerful word was not supposed to be on them, it was supposed to be on. Look at what the NLT says. It will make you sad. The NLT says, Then Joshua said to the tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh, the descendants of Joseph, Since you are so large and strong, you will be given more than one portion. So the greatness of the firstborn, somebody else is enjoying it. And look at the message Bible. Jesus. Just somebody's one word though. Somebody's one word has caused a lot of havoc on this guy and others are enjoying. Look at it. Joshua said to the family of Joseph and it brings you into bracket Ephraim and Manasseh because everything that was given to Joseph, he says it will come on your children for them. Yes, there are a lot of you. You are very strong. One lot is not enough for you. 
So these guys are becoming big at the expense of this guy because a word was spoken. But power of worship, can I give you good news? Can I give you good news? Yes. Oh, test service, I can't feel you. Yes. Can I give you good news? Yes. If I end the sermon on this premise, I have failed all of you. Because if Reuben is now struggling, and it, I end the sermon by Reuben still struggling, then it means this sermon is not good for everybody. It simply means that when somebody put a bad word on me, I, was, I will use the bad word in my grave. But let me tell you the power of God. Reuben did they end with being going through this curse. After many years, a man of God by the name of Moses rose up. He called out the whole families and said, now the whole families, come and let me bless you. He saw Ephraim. He saw Manasseh. He saw Reuben. When he was about to bless Reuben, he said, Reuben, wait! Before I bless, let me tell you what is in front of you. Your father made sure that you will be few for this one to become more. But he looked at Reuben. Moses looked, looked at Reuben and said, Reuben, may Reuben become great. May his men not be few and may Reuben live. My God, my God. So which means, so hear me, look at the different counters. The father used a word, Moses also used a word. Mm. So which means, for you to cancel a wrong word, you need to cancel it with a positive word. Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse of 1 to 6, and I'll be done very soon. The power of words. Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse, look at it. This is the blessing that Moses, the man of God, pronounced on the Israelites before his death. Then verse 6, he went to Reuben. Verse 6. Verse 6. Look at it. Let's all read it. One, two, three. Let's go. Let Reuben live and not die. I can't feel you. Let Reuben live and not die. And, and let's read the, the, the last clause. Nor his men be few. The last clause. Nor his men be few. Okay. Why was his men few? Because Ephraim and Manasseh, his men were increasing. And this guy's men were being few. But when the man of God came, he said, Ah, what Ephraim and Manasseh are enjoying, you are supposed to enjoy. So from today, from today, your men will not be few. Power worship, hear me and hear me well. Words are very dangerous. Words are very powerful. Look at what Reuben went through just because of one thing. And let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. In as much as I'm praying and speaking to you that may God counsel wrong words, be very careful with your life. Because the father cares him because he went to sleep with the father's girlfriend. And the other painful thing is that when he was sleeping with the father's girlfriend, the father was not there. It is one person in the family who went to report it to the father. Be very careful about who is around you. The father was away. The father forgot a text message on his WhatsApp. Daddy, Reuben is on your bed with your girlfriend. The name of the girlfriend, the concubine was called Belha. And you know the reason why the man was very painful, was pained and he cursed the boy. Because the time Reuben was sleeping with the man's girlfriend, the man's wife by the name of Rachel had died. And you know that Jacob, he had two wives, Rachel and Leah. And all of them, the one that was beautiful was who? Rachel. And Rachel has just died painfully. So the man was angry. So he went far away to go and bury her. Whilst he was there, he saw Ruby too was enjoying. The man was not there, but the Bible says, and Ru the Bible says, and Jacob heard about it. Let's go. Genesis chapter 35, verse of 22. Let's go. Look at it. When Israel was living in that region, that is Jacob, Ruby went in and slept with the father's concubine. And Israel, now I like that clause, and Israel heard of it. You know, there's no word in the Bible that is there by mistake. So, so because the Bible could have just mentioned by history, and Ruby slept with the father's concubine, but the Bible placed it on there, and, and Israel heard it. It means I will visit it tomorrow. I've heard it, but I will keep quiet. But I will meet you tomorrow and finish you. And he heard it. Now the question is, how did he hear? How did he know? 
Because at that time, Israel was mourning for Rachel. Let's see what he was mourning for Rachel. Verse of, this is 22, verse of 20. Look at it. He says, over her tomb, Jacob set a pillar. And to this day marks Rachel's tomb. So he was there by Rachel's tomb while the son was sleeping with the girlfriend. He said, I will meet you. And I will finish you on the next day. Give me the verse 19. Let me see something on there. Let me see something on there, verse 19. Look at it. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath. That is Bethlehem. If, if I was preaching about Jesus, I would, I would have used this one to preach. Rachel, check this. Rachel died. He was buried at Bethlehem. Where Rachel died and ended her life was Bethlehem. But that's where Mary started from. So where somebody died will be the place you will start from. What kills somebody's business will be the one that will elevate your business. But it's a preaching for another day. So Rachel was buried at Bethlehem. So the man went to mourn for the girl, the wife. And the son too was sleeping with the girlfriend. Then the man cursed the boy. But I thank God that the sermon that they end over there, it ended because a Moses showed up and said, let Reuben leave and may his men not be few. Power of worship, hear me? Your men will not be few. Amen. Your destiny will not be few. Amen. Be on your feet. Mm. The power of words, the power of words, the power of words. Lift up your right hand, lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. We are about to lift up the first prayer. The first prayer is the prayer of forgiveness. Because hear me, as we are doing this whole series, if we don't deal with forgiveness, because, listen to me, there are some legitimate words that are on you. Because the Bible says, a curse without a cause will not work, right? Which means a curse with a cause will work. So a curse with a cause is legitimate. And anything that is legitimate, what can cancel everything that is legitimate is the blood of Jesus. First John chapter 1, verse 9. We are about to go through it now. First John chapter 1, verse 9. God bless everybody. Let's all read together. Let's go. Let's all read together. Third service. Let's go. If we confess our sins, uh -huh. he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So now I don't know the sin you have committed. You did something and out of pain, I will tell you the times when somebody tells you, tells you something that happens, I will show you. Out of pain, somebody has spoken and now you are being a victim. You are about to declare that let the blood, say by fire. By fire. Let the blood of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus. Forgive of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Somebody clap your hands and pray. Let's pray. We speak by authority. Let the blood of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus. We speak the blood. We declare the blood. We speak the blood. We speak the blood. Of forgiveness, the blood of forgiveness right now, right now. Let the spirit, let the spirit of the Lord now. Somebody pray. We speak forgiveness, 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 forgiveness. We declare. Come to the main prayer point. Now that God has forgiven our sins, we are about to declare to God that God, any word that is hanging in the atmosphere that goes against me, today may it work in my favor. This is a good prayer point. Say by grace. By grace. Any word. Any word. Now, church, church, church hear me. What was on Reuben was on him for more than 100 years. 
because it came to affect his descendants. If I, had, I didn't have time, if I had time, I would have told you that the promised land is called a land flowing with milk and a land flowing with milk and honey. And what's the promised land? The land of Canaan. Do you know that the geographical location of the land of Israel, the promised land, you have to cross Jordan to get to the promised land. And when they were even dividing and sharing the lands, Reuben and his people, they couldn't cross Jordan. His people stayed behind the Jordan. So technically, Reuben never enjoyed the land flowing with milk and honey. Yeah. Any land before the Jordan is not promised land. The one after Jordan is the promised land. Okay. Joshua 22, 22, 22. And, and, let, and let's see something there. It will, it will shock you seriously. Joshua 22, verse, verse 9. Verse 9, look at something. Verse 9, look at it. So the Rubenite, who, who so hear me. So we are, right now we are not even talking about the people, we are not talking about Reuben. We are talking about Rubenite. What was Rubenite? Rubenite are the. So church, what happened to one can affect all. So the Rubenites and the Gadites, they left the Israelites at Shiloh in, 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 and they returned to Gilead to acquire their own land. So the Israelites, nine of the other tribes, they enjoyed in Canaan. But for Reuben and his men, they went to Gilead. So the land of Canaan, Reuben and his men couldn't enjoy in Canaan. Lift up your hands. Why will everybody have good life but only you don't get good life? It's called the spirit of the Rubenites. Lift up your hands. Say, I will go to Canaan. I will go to Canaan. Over down yours, Canaan. Canaan is my destination. Canaan is the place of my destiny, my place of greatness, my place of my peace of mind, my place that whatever I start, I'm able to continue. Whatever I begin, within a few years, time, they've got to be results. When I start something, they've got to be results. That's called the grace of Canaan. The grace of Canaan. Lift up your hands. So, any Canaan spirit, say, any Canaan spirit, any Canaan spirit, that is wonderful. That is wonderful. A Canaan spirit is a wonderful spirit because you enjoy fruit of your labor. A land flowing of milk and what? Honey. It's a Canaan place. You've got to be in Canaan. You shouldn't get to the other side of the Jordan. So I get to my Canaan. I get to my Canaan. Say any word. Any word. Hanging on me. Hanging on me. From a jealous heart. From a jealous heart. From a jealous friend. From a jealous friend. So I do know the painful thing about words. The painful thing about words is that 90% of them you don't hear. When somebody gets into their bedroom and speak right now, will you hear when they bless you, will you hear? When they curse you, will you hear? That's the dangerous thing about words. That's why in this six weeks, I'm doing this series with you. Every service, your sheet of paper, you've written your name on. At the end of every service, I'll give opportunity to come and touch the altar. Because for somebody to release a word on you, they mention your name. name. Any word that they, is your name. Hey! Ah! It's the name. It's the name. Names are very powerful. When somebody goes to a voodoo place and, 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 and people, people normally use this word, she went there to cast a spell on the guy. Have you heard that word before? When they say somebody went to a place to cast a spell, to cast a spell, people think a spell is somebody cast a spell. So they took something, a spell, a spell. The woman put a spell in the man's food. No! A spell is not a spell is a word. When somebody takes your picture and say you struggle, they have cast a spell on you. When somebody takes a picture, your picture and say you shall make it, it's also a spell. Mind you, a spell can be positive or bad. If it's good, it's called a good spell. If it's bad, it's called a bad spell. What is a spell? So a spell simply means uh, recitation of words and letters. How do I explain to you? From class one, when they call you, Spell the word accident. They will tell you, Agnes, spell it A C C I D E N T. Accident. When you call different words and letters, it's called a spell. So when somebody mentions words on you, it's called a spell. 
So words are powerful. Words are powerful. Don't play with words. That's why when somebody is playing with you and they even jokingly say something, don't joke with it. Because the word spell does not know whether the person is playing or joking. Hey, what do you The word doesn't know that Obebrena also can. It is the atmosphere. It controls the universe. Spell. What is the spell on you? I pray. Listen, me. When we come to church and we tell you, you shall make it, we are casting a good spell on you. Amen. You shall be healed. It's a good spell. You will not die before your time. It's a good spell. When they take the person to Juju place, it's a negative spell. You will die. You will die. Negative spell. It's two different jo- jobs that are being done. You can also stand here to cast a bad spell on the devil, on every enemy against you. That any weapon they have thrown against you, this will just give you two days. It will bounce back to the sender. God will cross the agenda. God will lift up your right hand. Say by authority. By authority. I divert. I divert. Wrong spells. Wrong spells. Wrong words. Wrong words. I change it. I change it. Now. Now. I activate. I activate. Positive words. Positive words. Somebody clap your hands and pray now. That's your last prayer. Clap and pray now. Latoye Abaya. Zikataya. Zekayabaya. Somebody pray. We declare by fire. We speak by authority. You'll be the first and not the tail. You shall succeed. You will succeed. You will succeed. You will succeed. I bless you. 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 In the name of Jesus. God bless you. Mr. Nanaya, God bless you for coming. God bless you. Amen. Now let me tell you the times in a person's life that when they say something, it's very easy for it to happen. Don't play with this. Next week is when I will continue with this. Tuesday and Wednesday services, I'll be getting deeper into the prayer session of this host and I told you that today. Is that okay? Now, when an individual is in pain, when they say something, sister, brother, quick, it happened. Number two, when they are in high spirits, happiness, overjoyed, when they say something to it happen extreme extreme pain extreme joy number 3 when the individual has lost something dearly that's why when you sacrifice things have to happen because anytime you sacrifice something important you lose something number 4 when somebody also gets something that they will be looking for at that moment when they say something it happens number 5 when an individual have just come out of a prayer place. A place of prayer. A place of prayer. And hear me, I'm talking about prayer not as a Christian only. If evil person also goes into prayer and they say something, it can happen. That's why your prayer is supposed to be always counter them. The next one, that's why in this week I will show you how to be negative word proof. That negative words on you will never happen. The next one, number six. When somebody have prepared themselves and about to enter into prayer, when they say something, it happens. So two things. When they come out of prayer and when they are about to enter into prayer. The next one is when they are in prayer. So when they are about to enter, when they are in and when they come out. Is that okay? Number, number eight, when an individual is offering a sacrifice, whatever they say, it happens. Number eight, just after offering a sacrifice, when the individual says something, it happens. Lift up your hands. I'm done. This is the last prayer. In the, in the moment of people's life around those times, don't joke, don't play with their words. Lift up your hands. Look at me. Don't close your eyes. 
Say I move into greatness. I move into greatness. Say I move into power. I move into power. Let me tell you something strange. At the uh, two weeks ago, at the next level conference, one morning session, I was praying. I went to a woman. I went to the woman and said, I see a passport around you. And some people are playing with your passport. You're not supposed to be in Ghana. I said, everybody around you is not around, but only you, you are here. The woman said, man of God, I have two children. All my children are in America. My husband is in America. Only me, I'm in Ghana. I said, why? He said, she's I've tried the whole thing for about four or five times. When she goes to embassy, they look at her documents. And they will tell her that we are supposed to give you the visa. But when we check your face and everything, the information is telling us that your husband and you are not married. But she's holding her marriage certificate. Whilst I was ministering, I said to her, ah, then sister, we have to pray because on your wedding day, three days to your wedding, somebody spoke and told you that you will, you will marry, but as for America, you will never go to your husband. He said, prophet, my mother-in-law told me that it's not me that she wanted me to marry my man. So she told me that you, you marry him and see, but for you, you will never go there. Her children are American citizens. She's in Ghana. Lift up your hands. In this satanic world, Jesus, a new wrong word Jesus. against you today, Yes, by Lord. the blood of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Today, by the Spirit of the Lord. Yes, Lord. I divert it from your life. Amen. Somebody shout fire. Fire. Shout fire. Fire. And, and hear me, hear me. Some words have to manifest. And sometimes when they are manifesting, those who said the words are not supposed to be around. I said some words have to manifest. But those who said the word sometimes, they are not supposed to be available. That's right. Somebody say Jesus for three times. Jesus. 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 Listen, a sister walked here. She has a testimony. She walked in here every year. She's, she was married for five years. The moment she married, her menses stopped. 28 years. When she married, her menses stopped. She came to church pray. Cry, that's everything. Still, menses will not come. I told her to come. I said, before we pray, we need to cancel any, any, any wrong Cecilia from your life for you to be free. I said, who is called Cecilia's prophet? That is my maid of honor at my wedding. I said, what was the issue that happened between Cecilia? I said, prophet, I, I didn't do I said, there was an issue between you and Cecilia. I said, he said, prophet, I said, there was an issue between you and the Cecilia. Pick a phone call and call Cecilia and tell Cecilia that, say, Cecilia, what have I done to you? Just ask that question. She came with the mother. I said, just ask the Cecilia, what have I done to you? Those who just entered, God bless you. We just, you just close with us. Okay, God bless you for closing with us. But I know it's not your fault. It's the rain. I know, I know. And, and it's a test service, I know. She called the Cecilia and said, Cecilia, I want to ask you one question. And you be amazing because I want one question. My yo born here and then I'm the ayo. No, say one see busam. No, say me pass and see me musa or say my yo born here now. I said the friend was on the phone for five minutes. No talk. Cecilia, my yo born here catch me. The Cecilia now said, when we were in school and you started dating, me too was dating. And one day you told me, say, no matter what, you will marry before me. So I wrote your name on the paper and, and so I put saliva on it. So because of that, you marry but you'll never be happy. That, that is what I did at that time. The girl came back to me and said, this is what the friend said. I said, this is the issue. That's why when you married, your menses stopped. So you will marry but happiness will not come. I said, thank God that she's already told you what she did. I said, write your name on a sheet of paper. Take water, take salt, and put perfume in the, in the water. Drop it on your name after that. Touch your womb, touch your stomach with it for three times. Let's fast for three days. And then something will happen. As I'm talking right now, they get having email to two children by the grace of God. Listen, sometimes a wrong heart can affect a person. But I thank God for the testimony city. We have seen crazy, 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 crazy testimonies upon testimonies because Jehovah has done it before. Lift up your hands. Today, I prophesy, may negative words be cancelled. Amen. May wrong agendas be cancelled. Amen. Hear me? Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Stretch your hands on the altar. Say by the altar. By the altar. I am powerful. I am powerful. Put your hand down. Tuesday, prophetic service. 
I called the lady. When I called the lady, I said to the lady, I see that in a spiritual realm, there's a passport in your hand and this lady will travel to every country, including Russia, but they will tell you to come back home and nothing will move. Whilst I was ministering, then the lady, I, I, told, I, called, I told Pastor um, Joseph to ask her whether she's traveled before. She said she's lived in Russia for seven years. She had a big African shop in Russia doing well. Then one day she was there and they called her that your mother is sick, so come to Ghana. Pass it. She came to see the mother in Ghana. She's not been able to go again. That's when I was ministering and the Lord opened my eye and I saw that it happened because nobody has been able to build a house and she was trying to build a house. A prophet, it was the house I'm building and somebody said, you built for us to see. That's it. Wrong words. Lift up your hands. Is that lady here? Even here? Maybe she came first or second service? Yeah. She's the one standing there. Yeah. She started the house. So the house, have you completed? You've not been completed. You need to complete. Look at this. Look at this. But for God to reveal to redeem, for God that showed me on that Tuesday, Jehovah will come true for you. Amen. Wrong words. They saw that she was building a house and that's it. She's tried everywhere. She can't travel again. Lift up your hands. Stretch hands on the altar. Say, let the altar. Let the altar. Counter every negative word. Counter every negative word. Against my destiny. Against my destiny. Sit down. Now listen to me. We are about to come on the altar. But before we come on the altar, if you are here, and whether in your dreams or in the physical, somebody opened their mouth and told you you will suffer. They mentioned something negative word unto you. Walk to me right now. Walk to me now. Walk to me now. Test service. Walk to me. Walk to me. Walk to me. Give me the oil. Give me the other oil as well. You should be three men of God. Walk to me. Father. Church. Some of these spiritual principles I've been teaching you, it is for your life. I always teach you practical things from the word that will show you who you are. And everybody hear me? Always be positive. Oh. Before Jesus died, before Jesus died, do you know that when he was about to die, look at what he was saying every day. I'm going, oh, I'm going, I'm going. And truly, he went. He said, a little while you shall be with me, a little while you not be with me. Jesus left the scene. Your, what you say is what you see. Even Jesus. When angel told Mary, say, you have baby. Didn't she get baby? Words are powerful. Father, remember your people. Man of God, anoint these people. And these two oils here, God, get into the crowd. Um, let everybody dip their finger in. And everybody here, man of God, who anoint you, when Pastor Joseph anoints you, you turn the altar and you go. And I declare in the name of Jesus, whatever you are beginning to pray, let's counter wrong words. Let's stop wrong words. Let the hand of God intervene. Let the hand of God visit our lives. Somebody pray right now. In the name of Jesus, I declare by fire, I declare by grace, I declare by authority, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we speak. We are the head and not the tail. We are the first and not the last. The positive declarations, can I get it? The seven positive declarations by fire, by the Spirit of the Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus. Touch your forehead. Now let's all read together in unison. One, two, three, let's go. My, my heart desires, let's go. My heart desires are granted by God. And, and I, will I will never doubt the move of God. God, God has, has given, given me good health, long, long life, and, and prosperity. My, my heart, heart is pure, and, and I will always see the best for my family and loved ones with testimonies. The work of my hands are blessed, and whatever I touch will be blessed. I belong to the church of God, power of worship international, and no weapon formed against me and my family will prosper. Amen. I prophesy. From today, may you be a conduit, a carrier, a container of positive words. Your words will be awesome. Now, when any arrow of negative word is being shot, it will never come close to you. Amen. Go and be blessed. Amen. Go and be great. Amen. Go and become successful. Amen. You are the first and not the last. We are about to come on the altar. Sit down, everybody. Test service, sit down. We are about to come on the altar. 
You're about to pick your best sacrifice on the altar. As you pick your sacrifice on the altar, you are telling God that God, today I make a covenant agreement with you. If a negative word is spoken on me from today going, let my sacrifice on the altar count tight. Prophet Daniel, how much do I give? I'm glad you asked me from your heart. You know what you want God to do for you. You know how you're going to counter wrong words. Pick a good sacrifice in your, ha- in your hand. It can be a 200 CD. It can be a 100 CD. It can be a 50 CD. It can be your best. Pick a very good sacrifice in your hand. And say, God, come true for my life. Everybody, if you want to give by this number as well, you can give by the number as well. On the screen, give by the number on the screen as well. Everybody, give your best. We are making this contact with God. Contact agreement. When you come, just drop it on the altar. And Jehovah God will come true for your life. In the name of Jesus. Let's be on our feet and let's go to our altar declaration. Let's go to our altar declaration. I believe in declarations. I don't joke. I, I, I can even never give you a prophetic direction without asking you to read a psalm to it. Because what you say becomes a reflection. That's the secret of testimonies in this house. One, two, three, let's flow. I declare as a covenant child of God, I speak on my prophetic seed to connect me to the powerful altar of the testimony city. That's right. Every blessing spoken today from this altar by the man of God yeah. becomes my portion. Jesus. I am also delivered by the reason of every prayer that was spoken on any member to deliver them. I am the head and not the tail. I am the, the first, first and, and not, not the last. last. My enemies will fall before me. I will live long and my family is delivered from sudden premature death. I enjoy kingdom prosperity and wealth. Anywhere I go, this powerful altar of God will back me and also go before me. The altar will always speak for me and my family. We enjoy good health and will never be defeated. We will walk in the ways of God in righteousness to receive our testimonies today in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Wherever you are, come and drop it on the altar and turn the altar. Let's sing go Korean. Let me the lyrics. Let's go, everybody. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okurai, let's go very quick, please. Lyrics Okurai. Let's sing this thing for the next one. Lyrics.
place on the planet lift up your right hand for me i know it's a third service and i know it's raining but i believe that somebody is here for the very very first time anybody here for the first time lift up your hand and let me see you by hand anybody here today is your first time anybody here today is your first time i see some little children at the back they're lifting up their hands but their mother's hands are even down the children are even more truthful than their mothers if your child lifted up the hand then let the mother come clap until the mothers get here Amen. Let them come over here. Clap until they get here. Wow. Clap until your children have betrayed you. Amen. Amen. I, I saw a mother at the back there. Hello. The mother at the back there too. Mama, come right now. We are not putting on the spot. We are not asking you the question. We only give you a gift. Come right now. Clap until she gets here. Clap until she gets here. Clap until she gets here. God bless you so very much. It's a test service. It's rain. But you've been able to come over here. Amen. God bless you, sister. Who invited you here? Your godmother. Who is your godmother? She's not here. Oh. Who is your godmother? Who? 
Thank you for joining us on Power for Your Living podcast. You can contact Prophet Daniela Martin on www.danielamartin.net or call the toll-free number 1-844-314-7337 or call plus 233-240-799910 or email amoatt at hotmail.com. If you were blessed by this message, you can prayerfully consider partnering with this ministry by giving your offering on www.danielamwating.net or cash up, dollar sign, power of worship, one, or PayPal, info at danielamwating.net or MTN mobile money, 055-0000881. Thank you. You can worship with Prophet Daniela Martin at Power of Worship International Ministries, Spinktest Road, Accra, Ghana, or any of his international branches across the world. Visit us on our social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Clubhouse, at Daniel Amwating, or Power of Worship International on Facebook. Thank you.